Today, we're having a conversation with Dr. Latika Chavla. She's a gynec, OB, and a laparoscopic surgeon. We're going to be speaking about a very, very interesting topic today called endometriosis and the laparoscopic surgery aspect of it. Dr. Latika is going to be helping us with some very important insights about this topic, which is now very rampant, and so many girls face this on a day-to-day basis. So, Dr. Latika, thank you for being a part of the conversation today. My pleasure, Karishma. Thank you for having me. I want to ask you the first question. Um, what exactly is endometriosis? And you know, can you please explain who exactly is at risk for this? Right. Uh, so endometriosis actually is a condition where uh, the normal lining that is present inside the uterus. So we have like a uterus, uh, two tubes and two ovaries, okay? And a small lining inside the uterus that keeps building with each cycle and then shedding off in the form of your periods. So this lining that's present inside the uterus has uh, endometrial cells in that. Similar kinds of cells known as endometriosis cells, so they are similar but not the same, are sometimes found outside of the uterus. So they can be in multiple different places. I've actually made a diagram that I can show you uh, easily. So if you were to look at it this way, Okay, so this is how it normally looks like. You have one uterus, you have two tubes, you have two ovaries. This is the mouth of the uterus and this is the vagina. Okay, so if you can see, I've drawn a dotted line here, which is basically the lining inside the uterus. And this kind of a lining is then present in other areas outside the uterus. So around the ovaries, around the tubes, sometimes in the muscle of the uterus as well. It can also be present in certain other areas. This is if you're seeing from the side view. This is the uterus. In front of the uterus is the bladder where the urine is stored and where urine is passed from. And this is the rectum, which basically uh, is the place from where you pass your motions. Yes. And these are very closely uh, attacking, close to each other inside the pelvis. So there can be certain of these endometriosis cells present in between these two anteriorly and in between the bowel and the uterus even posteriorly. So these are the different areas where you're going to be able to find these kind of endometriosis cells. And why is it important is because this kind of bleeding that happens inside the lining of the uterus every single month, then also goes on with these cells which are present outside the uterus, which then leads to the symptoms that take place with endometriosis. Okay. And you'll be surprised to know that actually one in 10 women have endometriosis, but Sometimes in the very early stages of endometriosis, there can be no symptoms uh, or these mild symptoms that are missed off or brushed off as something else because the awareness about the diseases is not much. Yes, yes. What is the risk part that you asked me? Um, they, there was a thinking originally that uh, these endometriosis cells develop outside the uterus because some of the period blood goes through the tube to the outside and that's how it deposits these cells. But that is a very old theory. Uh, as we are knowing more and more about this disease, we are understanding that it is a lot to do with genetics, in fact. Uh, so there is a chance that, you know, if your mother has endometriosis, then you and your sister might end up having endometriosis. So there is a lot of new information coming out there. Uh, and uh, the genetic risk is, as of now, proposed to be the most uh, important risk for having endometriosis. All right. Thank you. Thank you 
that insight i think uh, that's very important to know and you know with the new findings that everyone is finding out i think the genetic factor finding out is is fantastic discovery thank you doctor for that um also wanted to know from you you know um the laparoscopic bit so how does laparoscopy play a role in you know um um helping out or in 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 a way where you know uh, it can play any kind of role in endometriosis so in fact laparoscopy has a huge huge role to play in endometriosis uh, as far as diagnosing it is concerned as well as treating it uh, initially you know if there is an advanced stage endometriosis a severe disease where a lot of the ovaries and uh, you know pelvis region is involved the uterus is swollen it is easy to pick up those things on an ultrasound examination or even when you do an mri but when there is a mild to minimal disease uh which is causing symptoms then it is very difficult to pick up this on an ultrasound so traditionally uh laparoscopy has actually been used as one of the techniques to diagnose early endometriosis which means you put in a small scope through the belly button to look for these tiny tiny spots and i think as we spoke earlier in uh, laparoscopy magnifies the image 15 to 16 times so it's easier for us to spot even the slightest you know lesions that are present inside the pelvis and pick them up so you know one one the other things that i want to really highlight here is that sometimes we think that the symptoms will be severe if the if the disease is severe but endometriosis is tricky that way sometimes where even a mild disease but if it is at an odd location like if it is irritating a nerve inside the pelvis or it is you know going into a nerve can cause very severe pain so you might not see anything on the ultrasound you might not see anything on the mri but you will still have that lesion which will not be picked up so laparoscopy is a very important role in picking up these lesions so diagnosis definitely and treatment in fact i think gold standard of treatment is laparoscopy now with evolving technology with 3d laparoscopy with robotic Uh, technology available where you are able to see every inch and nook and corner of the pelvis through a very special camera you know which even the naked eye will miss in an open surgery so you can pick up these tiny tiny lesions and remove all of these in laparoscopy so it is in fact the standard of care uh, i don't think we do open surgeries for endometriosis anymore all right that's good news that's fantastic uh doctor will you explain the stages of this particular disorder you know and um um how is it that you know at at what stage should women know that you know i have to go in for a laparoscopy now when they have this condition if you could just explain this please yeah so endometriosis uh, like i told you earlier either could be completely asymptomatic or it might present as pain pain which occurs during periods uh, and goes away after that painful periods uh, which are going on increasing the pain going on increasing also sometimes the pain becomes so severe that it stays off even after the period is gone off so basically any sort of lower abdomen pain pain while passing motions pain while urinating uh, this kind of a thing pain while having intercourse so those are the things that uh, can suggest towards the fact that there is some endometriosis another thing that endometriosis can present as is uh, difficulty to conceive so very early minimal endometriosis sometimes can the women can find it very difficult to conceive because uh, it can affect both the quantity as well as the quality of the eggs in the ovaries so like i showed you if there are deposits like that present on the ovaries then they can keep bleeding every one every month and form these uh, cysts or blood filled cysts inside the ovaries 
which are called as chocolate cysts because it's that old kind of blood that is uh, you know that's brownish and blackish in color that looks like chocolate that's why they're named as chocolate cysts but those are the cysts that remain inside the ovaries and then cause pressure on the ovaries so whatever eggs are present in the ovary that quantity also goes down and that quality also gets hampered so it does have a significant impact on fertility as well as far as the stages are concerned uh, traditionally they used to just define it as minimal mild moderate and severe stage depending upon how much of the disease is there so if there are just few spots present in the pelvis uh, you know not really affecting a lot of the ovary or forming these kinds of cysts uh, then there is a milder disease in uh, an advanced disease what basically happens is since every month you are going through that regular period there is bleeding happening everywhere inside the cavity in front of the uterus behind the uterus depending upon where the lesions are and then they all kind of cause the you know intestines to clump together the uterus to get stuck to structures behind in front something uh, we name as frozen pelvis so when we look inside we see everything clump together that is the uterus the tubes the ovaries the bowel from behind the bladder from the front so that in uh, itself is very very advanced stage endometriosis thank you for that uh, detailed explanation on the stages of um, the entire problem um, also doctor you mentioned uh, infertility so you know in connection to infertility i would also like to know that when um, you know uh, there is a laparoscopic intervention you know in um, treating endometriosis um, does that actually help with fertility as well is there a better rate of consumption or, or sorry is there a better rate of conception when you know there is the intervention of laparoscopy for endometriosis so in fact uh, mild disease uh, it has shown that if you take out that mild disease if there are little little lesions and you've done a laparoscopy and taken out every small tiny lesion uh like i said the quality of the eggs does improve so because of those lesions in the body sometimes the toxin in that area is so much something we call as inflammation in medical language is so much that it is affecting conception and if you remove those lesions then it does improve conception so very early disease laparoscopy does help uh advanced stages not necessarily because already there is so much damage that has happened that natural conception becomes difficult uh so depending upon how much damage has happened because of endometriosis in association with your fertility consultant we take a call on a very individual customized basis whether the patient does or does not need uh, laparoscopy prior to fertility treatment because endometriosis is a disease that keeps growing with each cycle that you have if you know that you have endometriosis and you know you want to get pregnant then the faster the better so the first primary aim is to really get pregnant first and then deal with the entire disease later on so that needs to be assessed on a very individual basis who needs what but yes in early disease the role of laparoscopy uh, is there uh, and it improves even spontaneous conception rates uh, in these patients and and doctor what's the what's the rate of reoccurrence you know when someone does go in for a um surgery you know when they know that they have the disorder um and you know they they've done they've done one session of laparoscopy um in your experience what's the rate of reoccurrence because as you mentioned this is something that uh, doesn't really go away as such so you know can you can you highlight on this please so endometriosis is known to recur we know that it's going to stay as long as your hormones stay 
because like I told you, the period cycle, the way the endometriosis functions. So as long as the hormones are present in the body, ovarian hormones are present under hormone influence, it is going to keep growing. So uh, recurrence is very, very common. There are a few ways to reduce the recurrence. So one is uh, that sometimes your doctor after your endometriosis surgery might give you some hormonal medications which will suppress your ovary. So this could be in the form of pills, this could be in the form of hormonal devices that are put inside the uterus, like similar to copperties, but uh, hormonal devices. Um, there are also newer tablets available now that we give patients post-surgery for a long-term basis, which will sort of reduce the rate of recurrence in the sense if the recurrence normally happens in one year, one and a half year, then with this kind of treatment, recurrence might be pushed to two to three years. And this is especially useful in, you know, very young patients where you don't want them to undergo surgeries again and again, or then patients who are closer to menopause, where you know that, you know what, the ovarian function at some point is going to go away and, uh, you know, in the near future. So you can sort of, you know, tie that phase with medication. Having said that, uh, in advanced endometriosis surgeries, sometimes you have to take the tough decision of taking out the ovaries itself. Because ovaries are the reason why the hormones are being completely, you know, uh, being generated from the ovaries. And that is what is basically building the disease and growing the disease. But that, that call has to be taken on a very, very individual basis with benefits versus risks. Because ovarian removal at very early stage can impact your bone health, your cholesterol, um, you know, your heart. So all of these things. So depending upon how severe it is, uh, that call needs to be taken on an individual basis. Yes. And to prevent recurrent surgeries, the most important thing I would say is in endometriosis, there is a dictum that your first surgery has to be the best surgery you undergo for endometriosis, which is why it needs to be done at the hands of an expert who is able to see the disease, understand the disease and take out all the disease. Because a half-hearted surgery, there can be nothing worse than a half-hearted endometriosis surgery because endometriosis itself causes clumping adhesions of tissues and surgery also is something that leads to adhesion so if poorly done then surgical adhesions along with endometrial adhesion uh, endometriosis adhesions may actually push you into a more severe disease uh, and more difficult surgery the second time absolutely yes doctor thank you for this plethora of information that you have given us today you know i think this has been the most detailed conversation about endometriosis that we could have had and that, you know, all thanks to you, we have all this knowledge today. Um, genuinely, thank you so much for this. And also, um, you know, I think for all the young girls and, you know, girls at their reproductive, um, you know, stages in life who are listening to this, I think, you know, from your side and from my side as well, I would like to say that, you know, if you do find out that you have a condition like this, you know, the sooner you go to an expert like Dr. Latika, um, the better it is going to be for the girl's personal health and her future as well. Because I think with everything, uh, prevention is always better than cure. So you know, when when you when you get it when you get hold of it at the beginning stages, I think you know experts like you can get a hold of it and kind of intervene and change the scenario for the girls. You know, instead of actually letting them suffer in pain and then you know making very difficult choices in life later. So I think for all the girls who are listening, um, if you know that there is a condition like this that you have, like endometriosis, please consult and get in touch and get support from doctors like Dr. Latika. And, you know, um, 
try and try and help yourself lifestyle changes with the right kind of diet and with the the the, the right and the best kind of laparoscopic surgeries available at the moment all thanks to the advanced um, technology that we have and expertise by you thank you so much karishma actually you know this is such an important topic you won't believe but worldwide uh, the delay in endometriosis surgery on an average is 10 years yes. which means that from the time that it starts developing to the time that it is actually diagnosed yes. is about a decade apart and that is actually quite shameful because we know that this disease from 1 to 10 year is going to change so dramatically and if caught early we are giving a better quality of life to our girls Uh, we are giving better treatments to our girls we are preventing fertility problems so yes i mean it is very important to have an open eye for these things especially uh, if they are having chronic pelvic pain that is not going away where everything else has been ruled out or a little sub fertility where you know or your fertility doctor is telling you that everything looks normal might be a good idea to you know understand endometriosis and think that okay maybe it's a good idea to put in a scope and check if we are dealing with early endometriosis so all the girls and women out there should actually go and ask their gynecologist if they are suffering from something like this so that they get diagnosed early and uh, treated early yes yes absolutely that's that's one of the reasons why you know we are we are doing this awareness series and we are doing these talks with experts like you so that the girls get the right kind of information from the right people and then they know to make better informed decisions about themselves and their hormonal health because i mean with women what else if not hormones it's just we're all hormonal that's what women are all about you know so yeah <laughs> already are the a lot i feel and we if we can put uh, you know we can make our life easy we should do that yes we should absolutely do that thank you dr latika once again for being a part of this conversation uh, i'm very happy that you could help us out with so much information today thank you so much boss any time karishma thank you so much for having